In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. You probably know that the books of 1st and 2nd Corinthians deal with lots of uh, sticky subjects, <laughs> lots of conflict, lots of things that are frequently debated and discussed. Uh, they're powerful books. But did you know that 1st Corinthians also deals a great deal with the family, with marriage and the home life? In fact, 1st Corinthians chapter 11, which is a chapter that is often discussed and even debated in certain areas, has in it, I think, one of the most powerful truths for Christian marriage. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse number 3, we read this, But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. I wish you would mark in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3, man, woman, Christ. Don't miss that. Then if you come down to verse 11 and verse 12, listen carefully. Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man in the Lord. So again, in verse 11, you've got the man, the woman, the Lord. And then in verse 12, For as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman, but all things of God. So again, in verse 12, the woman, the man, God. Uh, years ago, there was an old secular song uh, that used to talk about just the two of us. Well, may I tell you today that for the Christian in marriage, it's not just the two of us. It's just the three of us. There are three people in every Christian marriage. They are the man, the woman, and Christ. Oh, don't miss that. The man, the woman, and Christ. In fact, let me take you back to an Old Testament scripture for just a moment in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 that I think articulates this truth beautifully. You see, everything you find in the Old Testament, there's some connection in the New Testament and vice versa. So let's compare scripture with scripture for a moment. Ecclesiastes 4 and verse 8 says, There is one alone and there is not a second. It's a picture in this verse of someone who is uh, dealing with loneliness by themselves. Remember what God said in Genesis 2, verse 18, it is not good that the man should be alone. Then you come to Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse number 9, two are better than one. I want to pause and say amen to that because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. So he's giving all the benefits of having a partner, of having someone. And really, this is the foundation of marriage. It's the foundation of friendship. Uh, friends work together and rejoice together. They help one another through difficulties. They minister to one another's needs. They stand and fight for each other. Uh, so this is a picture of what marriage is supposed to be. The man and the woman. But then when you come to Ecclesiastes 4 and verse 12, 
it ends this way, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Hold on. I thought we'd been talking about two being better than one, and two lying together, and two standing together, and uh, two helping one another along the journey, yes? And then a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Can I tell you that the threefold cord is the husband and the wife being woven together in Christ? In fact, the the third here is actually the first. He's the one who brings the strength. He's the Lord. We need one another, and we both need Jesus Christ. And so, if you go back with me to 1 Corinthians chapter number 11, you see again this principle, the man, the woman, and Christ. May I give you some simple thoughts here uh, that I think will help all of us today. First of all, find your place. Every person has their place in a church, that's true, and also in a home. And when we find our place, things are so much better because God's a God of divine order, and there's always safety in his structure. Uh, I hate to say this, but in every home, the great struggle is always this, who gets to be the boss? Who gets to be in charge? Well, let's settle it today. Would you like to settle it? Let's let the Lord be in charge. Let's let the Lord be the Lord. And when God is the boss, when God is in his rightful place, and we all find our place under him, then everything runs so much more smoothly. There's peace in the home. There's a principle here. It's the principle of headship. Listen to verse 3 again of 1 Corinthians 11. The head of every man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. For years, I've heard people want to talk about uh, the woman being under the headship of the man, and that's true. Of course that's true. We'll come to that in the book of Ephesians. It's the way God intended. Uh, the, The husband is to lead and to give direction. I've heard someone say that he's the head, but she's the neck that turns the head. Well, that, that's true as well. But I want to point out to you in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 3, that actually everyone is under a head. Everyone has someone over them. So the head of the woman is the man, but the head of the man is Christ, and the head of Christ is the Heavenly Father. You see the principle of headship here? We all submit. We all have someone that we answer to and are accountable to. Uh, This is not about value. This is about order. Think of it this way. If Christ has a head, and that's the Father, is he any less God? No. Uh, This is proof that submission doesn't mean you're less than. Friend, the most valuable thing you can do is find your place and do your part. That's why in 1 Peter chapter 2, the Bible talks about the woman submitting to her husband even as Christ submitted. You see, We all simply find our place in God's structure. This is the Lord's way. And when we do that like we ought to, then God brings his greatest blessing, just the three of us. And then not only must you find your place, but you must remember a principle. Would you like to know what the principle is? The principle is we are all dependents. Listen uh, to verse 11 and 12 again. Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man in the Lord, or as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman, but all things of God. We talk about dependence, and we think of those as being our children, the ones we, we're responsible to raise and to feed. But in a very real sense, in the Christian home, we are all dependents. Uh, the woman came from the man. Every man comes from a woman. Uh, and all of us need the Lord. That's the principle here. There's a lot of talk today about independence. But I believe God has made us interdependent. Gentlemen, we need the women. Amen to that. Uh, ladies, you need your husband. You need that, that honor and that love. 
that uh, completion with your husband. And all of us, by God's grace, need the Lord. I want you to ponder on this. It's much to meditate on, isn't it? And I want you to think about what the application needs to be in your own home. And with the Lord's help, in our next study, I want to return to the same passage. We'll review briefly what we've learned today. And then let's talk about some applications of it in our family. I think it is so vital that we recognize the place of Christ in our marriage and then our place in our marriage. What place does the Lord Jesus hold in your home? It's supposed to be the place of preeminence. He's supposed to be the Lord, the head, the one in charge, the one who sits on the the throne room of the heart and the home. And then what is your place? It is simply to discover what he wants, his divine commands, and obey him. May the Lord help all of us to discover the wonderful joy and fruitfulness and blessing of living life every day with Jesus, just the three of us. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.